Hi, friends. I just wanted to come on and say happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. I hope that you have a wonderful and just healthy day. I hope it's blessed. And I hope that you have time to just reset, recharge yourselves, to connect with your loved ones or your friends. And I hope it's a time that it allows you to slow down a little bit and that it allows you to truly count your blessings and think about what you're grateful for just in your life and in this past year and thankful for the people in your life, for the things in your life. And I hope it just is a day that allows us to be thankful and grateful and not focus so much on division and divisiveness and things that irritate us. Because it's real easy when we gather together with a large group of people to allow irritations or things that don't go just right to frustrate us. And it can really cloud our day. It can for some of us, it can kind of ruin the day. And I'm my, my prayer for you is that you can, you know, we can all change our perspective and we can show up from a place of love. We can show up from a place of kindness and we can show up from a place of noticing something new and start to be thankful for things that maybe we've never, never been thankful, thankful for before. And in my email today, I share a little bit about gratitude in the practice of constantly uh, having this micro gratitude habit or basically going throughout your day, having a conversation, you know, of giving thanks and gratitude, being grateful for things, small things that happen in your day, small things that you notice. And on today's episode, I also want to share a little bit about that because not everybody that listens to the podcast or gets the email listens to the podcast or vice versa. And so I do want to share that concept here as well. Okay, so let's jump into just this practice of uh, gratitude. And so the first thing I would tell you is there's probably a lot of us, a lot of you listening, that you already practice gratitude in some way. You know, you say sometimes what you're grateful for, either you tell someone else you're grateful for something, or maybe when you're praying or you're, um, you know, having quiet time, you express uh, to God that you're grateful for something or for your blessings. And that is a good and great practice, you know, to give thanks uh, to God. But what I found is a couple years ago, I started this uh, practice that others have. And actually, uh, there's a Jewish tradition that also talks about them having 100 blessings a day. And it's similar to that, but not not necessarily for the same reason or based on the same tradition. But when I started practicing this, like, micro practice of micro gratitude, in other words, Instead of just writing down a couple of things I'm thankful for in the morning or in the evening or that I say when I'm praying, I started trying to go through my entire day just giving little um, moments of thankfulness or saying what I'm grateful as it happens, as my day is going on. And so it's more like a constant conversation, a constant dialogue, if you will, with our creator, you know, to just say, wow, I'm so blown away by this. Oh, I love this thing. Thank you. And so for me, it starts in the morning when I get up and it might be when I'm sitting and having my breakfast. At this point, usually I'm having my breakfast by myself because my husband's off, you know, at his office. I work from here. My kids might be at school or they're upstairs still because they're older and so it might be, oh my gosh, you know, it just tastes so good. I love the thyme in my eggs. So it's, it starts with little things like that. 
When I go on my walk, what did I notice? And I just say how thankful I am for the wind that cooled me on that hot day, for the beautiful purple flowers or the heart-shaped leaves that I just walked by on the tree. So it's just this constant dialogue. It's this constant thankfulness. And I'm not just saying it when I'm doing it just to check a number off. I don't even keep track of a number in my case. It's that the things that I notice, the things I'm paying attention to that brought me happiness, they brought me joy, they brought a new perspective to me. Uh, it it was it blessed me in some way. It, it tasted good. It elevated my food. Maybe my husband did something kind, you know, and went out of his way to do something for me. Maybe it's that my kids. I've been asking them to do chores for days, and they did it. But it allowed me to stop asking. It allowed me not have to to have to do an extra chore. You know, it could be that you know once again the God provided for us. You know, and continues to provide for us in amazing ways. You know, in our life. So. It's just this constant thing. And so when I started doing this practice, and it doesn't mean every day, it's as many times as another. To be honest, there's days where I'm probably a little more distracted and I don't do it as much. But I can tell you that the days that I'm constantly having this open dialogue, this open conversation of gratitude and thankfulness, I'm so much more present because I'm present, I'm paying attention to what I'm seeing. And I think for me, this started with sunsets. I love sunsets and I love seeing a sunset when it's opened, you know, wide and expansive area. So at the beach, in the mountains, it could be just where there's an open field or maybe you have space behind your house where you can kind of see the the expansiveness of the uh, sky. So wherever it is, sometimes it's in your car driving down the highway. But when when the sunset hits, it's different every day. And for years, I've always just been in awe, to be honest with you that our creator creates a new masterpiece. You know, it's like an artwork, a painting in the sky. Some nights it's oranges or yellows. Some nights it's oranges and yellows. Other days it's pinks and some purples in there and it looks like cotton candy and then it switches to blues. So first of all, noticing things like that and knowing just how spectacular that is and that humans, we're so creative and we are so talented and capable of creating amazing things to solve problems and of painting and singing. So imagine how much more creative and interesting our creator is. And so we need to see those details in our day and notice that because we get this creation, this ability to create from our creator. And so for me, that's how it started is noticing sunsets and really being thankful for just how glorious they were and how different they were every day. They could be the same. They are not. They look different. There's so many variations of sunsets. And so when when I started that, I realized, wow, like I'm so in, it's such a wonder to me. It's, it's so magical and it's, it just connected me right to God. And so when I did that, and then I started applying that same idea of just thanking him for the sunsets to other times of the day, I realized that I was way more content in my day. I felt more joyful because instead of getting stuck in what's irritating me or what didn't go well right today, I was allowing myself to stay stuck in the wonder and the awe instead of the irritation, frustration, anxiety, or despair. For instance, this morning, 
I was woken up at 4 a.m. because there was a pretty large storm system coming through and it was super loud wind and rain. I think the winds were getting up to 40 miles per hour, maybe, maybe some gusts stronger than that. So it woke me up and I only pulled my phone out to check the weather. You know, the, there was a special weather statement, but then for some reason I checked my email and I normally never do that. I don't usually look at my phone if I wake up in the middle of the night, but I did. And I saw that my hosting provider had a problem because it was suspending my account. This is for all my websites. And of course, I could have said, I'm going to do this tomorrow. But today is Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, right? It's a day off for a lot of companies. And then Friday's Black Friday. So I thought, oh my gosh, I better go downstairs and handle this. I recently had to get a different credit card number. And so I just had not gotten around to updating all my online tools and things. So I came down and I took care of that. So I was up for a little bit and and having to deal with this credit card change issue. And then when I then I had to make a list of all the sites and tools that I used so that when I got up in the morning for good, I could deal with that. Now I could have just let that be irritating to me and been like, seriously, this just wasted an hour of my time. I'm so frustrated. I could have shown up in my day like that. But instead, I realized, you know what? No, I'm grateful because only one of these um, kind of had a pause. And of course it was fine. As soon as I changed the credit card in 10 minutes, my website was, sites were back up. So I did, it is an inconvenience, but I saw it as a momentary inconvenience. And then I went back into my day to be grateful that today, not only do I get to write and put together podcast content, I then get to, you know, make food for the holiday weekend and I get to put up more Christmas stuff and I get to, you know, talk to my kids as they're coming and going. And tonight I get to go see friends for a Friendsgiving event. And so there's so much to be grateful for. And, you know, that's where I want to stay. And I think that's how God intended us to stay. Yes, we're going to have trials and tribulations. Yes, we're going to have days where they might there might be a lot going on or even, you know, hard days, sad days. But amongst it all, oh, there's always something to be, there's always a blessing. And I don't say that lightly. I understand when there's trauma, when there's loss, it doesn't feel like that. But I'm talking about that there's always a kindness in it. There's a person, right, waiting to, you know, pick us up. There's, you know, God that's we're there beside us. There's the beautiful flowers, the kind notes. Like, so even in the hard things, there there is beauty and there are there are things to be grateful for. And that's what I'm talking about. And so when I started this practice of just going throughout my day and constantly just saying the things that I enjoy and the things that, you know, I got a tickle out of, you know, the things that made me happy, the things that I appreciate this beautiful song that someone created um, that, gosh, I have a washing machine and I don't have to wash my clothes by hand. And no, I never had to do that. But I know at one point in history, they did. And so I just notice things. I pay attention. And then I say it to God, you know, that I appreciate this. I'm thankful that I can use my body and I can walk every day or I could run if I choose. Not everybody has that, right? Not everybody can do that. You know, my dad has Parkinson's. It's a struggle to even walk. And so I'm thankful for my ability, right? And I pray for his, that he has, he'll be able to have more of that. So as we, you know, when we, as we go into our day to day to Thanksgiving and just to Thanksgiving weekend, I hope for you that you will go into it with an open mind and a new perspective to show up from a place of 
a renewed sense of thankfulness and gratefulness that we'll start noticing things we never did before. And that's where I want to share with you some of the stuff I put in my email that's going out uh, Wednesday or today, the day before Thanksgiving. And this is what I wanted to share with you. Um, One of my, the pastors I really enjoy reading his books is Pastor Mark Batterson. He's in DC with, I think, National Community Church. And one of his newer books is called Please, Sorry, Thanks. And if you haven't read it, it's a great book to buy or give as a gift. But he has a part of his book is talking about uh, gratitude and being thankful. So I want to share a little bit of the uh, a couple excerpts with you, and then I'm going to share with you how can you be more thankful on Thanksgiving Day? How can you have a better Thanksgiving if sometimes it's a little bit irritating or stressful or chaotic? So he says this, the bottom line, we don't see the world and I put, or others, as it is. We see the world as we are. If we're looking for something to complain about, you're always going to find it. If you're looking for something to give thanks for, you'll always find it. And your words, be they words of complaint or gratitude, will create your inner world. And he goes on to say, our gratitude is too generic. We celebrate snow when we could be celebrating every crystal of every snowflake. Am I taking too far? I think not. That is how an Orthodox Jew pronounces 100 blessings per day. They say a blessing before a meal and after a meal. They thank God for different ingredients and not just the main dish. And they celebrate aromas and tastes too. The more nuanced your thanks is, the more powerful it is. When it comes to please, sorry, and thanks, specificity is the silver bullet. And the last thing I'll share that he says is, the theology of thanks starts with the things we take for granted. And it's cultivating profound gratitude for the things we overlook, uh, we overlook or underappreciate. And then uh, the thing is, is I want each of you. So here's the exercise. I want each of you on Thanksgiving, or if you can't do it on Thanksgiving, do it another day in the next week. But I want you to start uh, noticing things around you and then be thank, find things to be thankful for, grateful for. And it starts with first, so how we step into our day. I want you to pay attention to the details around you. How does the food taste? What do you smell? What do you see? What is around you? Who's with you? And remember, it can be anything that you can be thankful for. The warm mug in your hands, the taste of pumpkin pie, the time you get to spend with your sibling from out of town. There's no wrong way to do this, guys. But here's the thing. If you find yourself starting to have a negative or an ungrateful or a complaining thought, Try to replace it with something that could be you could be thankful for instead. And so I'm going to give you an example. Let's say that you have a sister-in-law in town who's dri- who drives you bonkers at every Thanksgiving. So this year is going to be the same as always. You're certain of it. But what if instead you take notice of something different instead of repeating that same old thought? What if you don't start there with that thought? In other words, does having your sister-in-law there make your spouse or another family member happy? Can you be thankful for that? Does having your sister-in-law there allow her to feel connected to someone because she often feels lonely? Does she bring the best dessert that your son or daughter loves? You see, if we start noticing the person for who they are instead of how we perceive them or how we interact with them, everything changes. If we start from a place of noticing what's true, not how we're perceiving it, We can start to be thankful for something. It doesn't even have to be that you like your sister-in-law. I mean, I wish you did, and I hope you try. 
but it can be that it's such a gift to your spouse. So why not be thankful that her presence there is a gift to your spouse? Maybe you have a family member that drives you mad. It makes your blood boil because their political views or some other type of views are 100% opposite from yours, and you can't even fathom it, how they can believe what they believe. But once again, you're coming to this instead of from a place of love and kindness, you're coming to it from a place of division and dissent. And I promise you will gain nothing from that. You will gain nothing. Why can't we all just accept that we can have differing opinions and that we don't have to agree on politics or anything else and we can still love each other and respect each other and be okay that they have a different opinion and then find something to be thankful or grateful for them being there. How about be grateful that someone has a differing opinion from you? Because if we all had the same opinion, we would be like sheep. And so how how would there be growth? How would we learn something new in science? In other words, we need people to have differing opinions. I like need to like purple and you can like red. Otherwise, we might all be in black. So do you see having diversity, having differences actually makes us creative. It makes us more interesting. It makes us more tolerant and it should make us more loving. And so if you find yourself stuck in that place, it's an, that is a perfect way to try to look at your perspective. What is your role in that? And how can you be thankful for that person in some way? Find something. And it doesn't have to be that you're personally thankful for them. It could be that someone else there needs them there. It can be that they bring the best dish. It, it doesn't matter. Just find a way to shift your thinking. Okay. And so this is what I want you to work on. And whether you can come up with a hundred things throughout the day or 25 or even 10, you know what? If five's a stretch for you, that's okay too. Try to get to five. One hand, right? Count on one hand that you said five things you're thankful for in that day. If that's hard for you, that is a start. And that's a good start. The next thing I'd say is after the day is over, I do want you to compare. You can either do this just thinking about it, having a you know 10 minute quiet time, or you can write it down. Compare your past Thanksgiving days to this Thanksgiving. And if you actually applied this idea, did you feel different? Did you feel any lighter? Did you feel more grateful? How about more present? Did you feel more connected to somebody there? How about you had more appreciation? So, you know, I want you to notice and If this is something that felt better, if this is something that you see the benefit of having this ongoing conversation or connection with God, then start applying it to your life. It might start small where only three times in your day you remember, maybe around a meal, to be thankful, you know, and to give thanks and um, to say something you're grateful for. And like I said, a lot of times I'm just saying this in my head. I'm not speaking this out loud every time I'm having this conversation. But it's, it's because it's bringing me back, right? It's bringing me back to what's important and what matters. It's bringing me back to just how powerful and mighty our God is. Uh, and then, but the other thing is, is really this comes down to perspective, what we're noticing and what we're focusing on. It makes all the difference. And one last thing I want to share with you from Mark Batterson's book that I shared earlier is a quote that he shares from MJ Ryan. And he says, the secret to love And a sense of joy and gratitude towards all of life is to see, feel, and hear as if it's for the first time. Before the scales of 
Before the scales of habitual clouded the brilliant blue sky outside your office window, the tangy juiciness of an orange, or the softness of your loved one's hands, before you got so used to her kind words, his musical laughter, that they or the things became invisible. And, and then Mark goes on to say, may we fall in love all over again with what? With everything, with everyone. If we went into our day every day with that childlike, just amazing magic of what is all around us, right? Like I don't take for granted that there's, I don't know how many, 10,000, a million different flowers and colors and shapes of the petals. To me, that is that is just a wonder. And so I'm in awe when I see flowers. I love the colors. I love the shapes. I notice the differences, right? This petal has, I don't even know how many petals, 50, 200, seven. But to me, it's just, it, they're so unique. They're so different. And I love seeing them and smelling them and seeing the bees land on these, you know, the flowers and the fruit and all. And so, but it takes us slowing down and noticing. You can be walking down the street just as quickly, but you have to notice instead of getting stuck in our minds about something else in the future or in the past. And we have to notice instead of being on our phones constantly, look up, pay attention because it will change your life because it will change your connection to God and it will change your connection to other people. And you will start to see that your heart is more open because you are, instead of pushing people away because of your default thought about them, your default pattern of thinking, you'll start to have more kindness for people. You'll start to accept people more and you'll start to notice all the wonder there is in the world. And I've already sort of mentioned this idea, but in, let's see, it's Shante Feldon's book, Find Joy, which is a devotional book. She, she says this one line that sort of sums this up. She says, we cannot feel despair and awe at the same time. And she shares it because she was going through the mountains with her husband. They were going to travel um, to an event. And she said they were, they were struggling though, right? The whole time they were kind of in this despair and state of worry. And they didn't know what was going to happen because I think her husband had maybe just lost his job or something like that. And so they're totally like not knowing what's going to happen. They're worried. They're thinking like, am I going to have to put my toddler in daycare and get a full-time job? Like she's just, you know, they're kind of freaking out. Right. And then they turn the corner, they're going through the mountains, but they turn the corner and all of a sudden the, the mountains open up and they just see the most beautiful vista, right? The sky, the colors, the mountaintops, and they gasp, right? Like it's so beautiful. It's so breathtaking. And so they were, they saw God's wonder. And that's the thing. They were in awe of his creation. They were in awe of the earth, But when they felt that way, they no longer felt the despair or the worry or the what ifs. And so once again, the more we can pull ourselves out of those places and into a place of awe and wonder and gratefulness and gratitude, we are going to change us. We're going to change how we show up in the world. We're going to change how we see our creator and everything that he's created in this world. So my wish for you today is that you have a blessed and beautiful Thanksgiving, but that you have one that you're coming to it with a new way of looking at the world and that it's from a place of thanks and and gratitude. So until next episode, I hope you have a wonderful uh, and happy Thanksgiving.